Had to rest in peace, the recipe. The rest of us praying at the sand. I'll leave a tan if you're up right now. Hope you hear what I'm saying. Welcome to Gay XYZ. How's it going tonight? Hey guys, we're back again to being the Gay XYZ show this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so yes. we were mixing. We're last gonna... week was so ratchet. <laughs> we were missing our Z last week. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm back. Cece's back on the mic. No worries. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, what is today? December 1st. It's uh, 1st. 2015 and it is World AIDS Day. And we want to say thank you to everybody who's listening tonight and on the show live or if you're listening to the archives. Whoever you're listening, we appreciate it. I'm Donovan, and there's Jason, and uh, there's Christian as well. So thanks for listening. By the way, just FYI, if you want to know more about us, you can go to gayxyz.com and uh, find out all about us there. So so uh, it's after Thanksgiving. You guys have a good Thanksgiving. What did y'all do? How'd it go? So I have my family kind of all scattered around the country, and I didn't I didn't really have enough time to do what I needed to do for work and then get, go there and come back. So um, I spent my day volunteering in the afternoon, in the early afternoon, from like 12 to 4, and then I hung out with 
a good friend of mine the rest of the day. So it was a good day. It was nice to just kind of get some rest in the middle of the week, you know. Good. Did you end up finding somebody to do something with, Jason? Yes, I actually went with a friend to a Thanksgiving charity event. Awesome. Um, at they were having at the the Warwick Melrose Hotel yeah. here in Dallas, the Homa Hotel. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun. I enjoyed myself. Well, good, good. I had a much more traditional family type of a thing, but it was fine when we went to Waco. Joy. Anyway, that was what we did. Uh, so two two out of three philanthropy. We're pretty good over here. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. So I give my checkbook anyway. Uh, so no, it's World AIDS Day, and we want to say uh, Happy World AIDS Day. I guess whatever you say in World mm-hmm. AIDS Day, and um, just quickly, we wanted to just address that, and uh, then we'll move on to some more fun topics. But I wanted to say, um, you know, AIDS is still an issue. People think it's not. Blah blah blah. We've talked about this on the show before, but it's important, and I want people to still know that it is a an epidemic and however thinking back you know from it's been around or known for what 40 no 35 years or so and um we are closer now to a cure than ever before a cure and a vaccine so it's just probably a matter of time and someday this will uh this whole thing will end so do you guys guys have anything to say about world aids day or anything that about that I mean, not specifically, you know, like you said, we've mentioned in the past, um, people that have AIDS or struggling with HIV, um, and the kind of the walk that they, um, the path that they walk in their life. I mean, I think it's also really important to remember that, um, those are the people within our community that really are some of our most strongest members that continue to bring, um, different people, um, and allies within the gay community together outside of just having a good time and, you know, being sassy and blah, 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 blah. Um, and it's not obviously not just gay people that have AIDS donkey. I mean, you know, no, but you know what I'm not. saying and uh, how it pertains to, you know, what we're talking about. Well, to our community specifically, but yeah. Right. Exactly. What about you, Jason? Um, mine's just one of those things that, you know, despite, you know, being HIV positive or, um, you know, suffering with AIDS, you know, it is, um, you know, with the current, you know, medicines and things that are out, you can live a normal life just like anyone else if you get tested and treated early and with the proper medication and that type of thing. So, yes. you know, just because you're, you know, going through this, though, it does not mean it's the end of the world. You can live a, a long, normal life just like anyone else. Pretty much. Exactly. And I just wanted to add that, um, you know, for those of you who do not have HIV, you don't want to get HIV or AIDS and and uh, you want to protect yourselves and be be smart when you're having sex, especially with people you don't know. And um, if you are having sex with people you don't know or having casual sex a lot or whatever, you might want to get consider being on PrEP, which you've mentioned on the show before as well. Mm-hmm. If you don't know about PrEP, ask your doctor. So that's what we <laughs> wanted to say. Happy World AIDS Day. So now yeah. uh, Christian had a little thing he wanted to discuss tonight, and it was about um, – the reasons why, as he puts it, guys ghost you or quit, <laughs> quit talking to you. So you guys know, we've kind of talked about it, you know, in the past. I am hella single. And, you know, with that comes a lot of dating. And I just, you know, noticed. Um, and for those of you that this is the first time you've seen your show, I was in a relationship for four years. That ended at the beginning of this year. So, you know, a lot has changed in four years as far as, like, dating goes. And, um... So, yeah, so I've kind of noticed, and maybe it's just a tale as old as time, you know, there, okay, Celine. there are guys, what? I said, okay, Celine. 
<laughs> so, um, you know, what do you guys think are some of the reasons when you're dating somebody or like Jason specifically, if you're, if you're dating somebody or whatever and you're into them or vice versa and they just kind of like quit talking to you, I call it ghosting, they ghost you, um, or you ghost them. What are some of the reasons that you think you guys think that that happens? Well, I say he's just not that into you. Yeah. It's not that, or, or it could be intimidation. That could happen too. Mm. No, come on. Yes, you can, yes you can. You I, can there have been guys that have told me they were intimidated by me before. <laughs> very recently. Why? Very, very recently. Why? Especially if they're older than me and they have a certain perception of of me. What? But I'm asking you, what is it about you that they are intimidated by? Mm, Do you think or have they told you? Well, uh, he didn't go into spe- uh, specifics of why he was intimidated by me, but I'm college. I'm, I'm college educated. I have a really good job. I'm ambitious. I'm, I'm hardworking. Um, so, I have. So it's not about being know, intimidated. It's about them being insecure. Sure. Yeah. No, it can be intimidated. It can be intimidation because I mean I've talked to people who, you know, like you know, you have your casual conversation and you're just like, oh, so what, you know, well, what do you do for a living? And I'm like, oh, I do, you know, this and this and this. And they're just like, oh, okay. And then they compare it to what they're currently doing, and, you know, and from a financial, you know, standpoint, they're like, oh, he's making a lot more money than I am. Yeah. So I mean, that like- ha- I mean that can have a lot to but do. That, with it too. But that's the same thing. That's what I'm saying. I experienced that too when I was single and years ago. And I, I, but I always considered that to be insecurity. It had nothing to do with me intimidating them. Is about them being insecure. If you want to, if you want to use the word intimidate as as a synonym for insecurity, then yes, I agree. <laughs> because it's the same thing. I mean, there's no yeah. reason. It's like, for example, it's like in the heterosexual community when a man is intimidated by a woman, as you want to put it that way, intimidated by a woman who's like very successful or more successful than he has, has a nice house, has a car, da 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 da, and he doesn't, and therefore that's he says it's intimidation, but really what it is is insecurity. It's so different. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. I mean, so don't you think that's the same thing? So why do you want to be with an insecure guy anyway? Mm-mm, no, 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 no. That's like a huge turnoff. If a guy says that to me. Ooh, turn off out the gate. That's what I'm saying. So you're um, better off. You're better off without him anyway. Oh, for sure. And trust me, I've been through some shit. I learned my lesson on that. <laughs> um, you gotta have your. You gotta be a whole. You can't be a half. I need you to be a whole. And I'm a W H O L E. And we can. Yeah, and I think for me, you know, I'm kind of guilty of it. I have, you know, been a um a ghoster. And I think I learned my lesson. I think everyone's. I think everyone's done that at least once in their life. I think it's because you're just kind of scared of hurting somebody's feelings. You know what I mean? I've never had that. Problem. And you just hope that you know. I've never. When I was dating, I never had. I mean, if I didn't like a guy, so what are you saying? They're afraid. You're saying you you think most guys. They're afraid some, of letting them down. Letting me, them the truth. No, see, that's the issue. I talked about this previously before on a show too. That. I'm just like very straightforward, like this is how it is, blah, blah, blah. Well, this that's is what I'm you. Thinking. That's not everyone. I know, though. bitch. I'm not saying <laughs> it's everybody. I'm talking about me. I'm trying to say is, is that I think that people who have that attitude about it and are like, you know, I don't want to hurt your feelings or whatever, I think that that is a disservice to the person that they're not telling it to. I think the person that they should be telling it to needs to know so that they understand that it's not them. It's, it's, it's the other person's issue. I think that's right. But if you only go, if you only go on a date with a guy, like one date, do you really owe him an explanation? I don't think you owe him one. I don't think you owe him one, but I think it's a nice gesture is what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If I was dating somebody for like six months, I wouldn't fucking ghost them. But if I went on one or two dates and it didn't really go very well and our textual chemistry changed, 
Yeah, I would probably go straight. <laughs> like, but see, didn't it? I mean, so you guys are probably more secure than I was anyway about myself when I was dating, when I was single in your age. Because when I was dating, I had like if some guy did this to me, I had to know what the fuck their issue was. Okay, what the fuck is your problem? You know, you did it. We're all into each other, and all of a sudden, you just vanished. And like, what the fuck happened? I mean, I want to know because I need closure because I'm insecure that way. I need to know what the fuck the deal is. I because the unknown to me is what drives me fucking crazy. They can tell me whatever they want to tell me, whatever it was you know i don't know whatever it would be and i don't care if how hurtful it is as long as i know the truth i can deal with that but when someone just disappears that was i, th- I felt that that was that was um unkind i always well, see for yeah, me for, it, go ahead no i'm just saying for me for a first day if i were to go on a very first date with someone and then you know it seemed like it went okay you know the date had gone pretty well but i didn't hear back from them <clears throat> me personally i wouldn't care now, if it like like just like we said, if it's like you know several months or several dates into it, and then you all of a sudden you just kind of disappear, like we do, like we're on date number seven, and all of a sudden you disappear after that, then I may you know want to know like what the hell. But well, I think it you think as it, the first date I I could really care less. Yeah, I know you think I guess what you're trying, trying to say also, or you're saying the same thing I am, I guess a different way, but um, it is I think it both of you are saying that I think it depends on how how invested you are in the other person mm-hmm. and how, how much you like them, whether or not you feel you owe them an explanation as well. So, yeah. well, I don't know. I, I think that, uh, I think guys who do that, I think, you know, if you want to, if you want to, I, I, I don't know. I think it's a guy thing to yeah. do that. It's such a, it's such a straight is, guy thing yeah, to do that. It so is. Yeah. I just got ghosted like the week before last. I was like, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> on a guy I really liked too. And we had gone on a couple dates, but whatever. I mean, so you never, so my, but my question to you is, so you never asked him and he never followed up. No, I, I'm, I'm so not that type. I, I honestly, I don't care. Like, I'm just not the type to care, but, um, and I'm definitely not going to be like, well, I, you know, it really upset me that I didn't hear from you. Well, like, no, you shouldn't be like um, that. I guess it didn't work out. No, you shouldn't be like that. But yeah, because when somebody comes at me that way, it doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm like, you don't know what I'm going through in my life on a day-to-day basis. You don't know if I got some other shit going on, and that's why I can't hang out with you right You know what I mean? Like, they're just, I just, no. So, hmm. you know, you live, you learn, you move on, on to the next one. It's a new week. Hmm. I don't yeah, know. That's how I think, it was for me. I think Swipe it's left. Generational. I don't know. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Oh yeah, my gosh, is. for sure. Yeah. I mean, dating has changed so much, even specifically over the like the last like like I said, four years, uh-huh. even five. It used to be so taboo to like online date or like use dating apps, and now that's all what anybody uses because they're so fucking scared of being rejected. I, <laughs> I know, I know. Because when I that's the thing I know for before. real. Somebody that works in my office. No, somebody that works in my office messaged me mm-hmm. last night mm-hmm. and when i tell you it was the most awkward thing to walk into work today and see him there mm-hmm. and know that we've worked together for three and a half years and he did never told you he liked you and he's never tried to like hit on me or anything like that but then you want to get on your phone and try to hit me up that's the thing. All these youngins out there, you guys, like, not specifically, but I mean, all these young people out there these days have no idea what it's like to really have to put yourself out there and make yourself vulnerable. Yeah. Like I did my day when you had to go to the bars and you had to meet guys or whatever, or blind dates or something, and you actually actually be there physically in front of them and, and say, hey, what's up? You know, you're cute, you're hot, whatever. And now you just go on Grinder or whatever app it is and you're like, hey, you're hot, let's fuck. No, not me. I don't do Grinder. <laughs> well, me. I'm just saying that whatever app i'm just saying the the, the availability yeah. of people and the anonymity of people is so pre- prevalent now like like he christian was saying 
it's like impossible to make a real connection the way but we once did initially. But see, I also feel like people use social media as a way to say how they really feel uh-huh. as opposed to in person. So you think it could be because, a good thing? Cause, yeah, because when people get on apps and stuff and they're messaging one another, they will talk shit to one another. Yeah, they will. And then in person, they will be like, okay, where was all this shit talking when you were texting me and everything they're like oh you know i didn't mean many of that and, exactly you know it just no I, I, yeah and that's true across the across the uh the internet in general when you're dealing with people and like i was talking about last week the people who hate me in my neighborhood all this shit they say to, about, about me online or whatever they, they they when i've had meetings and stuff to my face they've never said one bad thing to my face they're like mm-hmm. oh hi how are you and i'm like in my mind, you know, fuck you. I mean, you, you, you say one shit about me online in person, you can't say it to my face. So for me, if I say it online, I will say it to your face. That's how I am. But most people are just not that brave. And I guess most people just can't deal with it. And so that's why they date like this. People like to have the apps and the online shit because they're too afraid to be rejected, like Christian said. Yeah. Yeah, which is too bad. Oh, God, I love society. So what about, um, I don't know which one of you wrote this. I think it was Christian. Dating a white boy. How to tell your family you're bringing home a Becky. <laughs> oh, my gosh. No, it's the question for you guys because oh, I'm white. Obviously. Okay. I was wondering so if, why you were asking that question. <laughs> no, because this is a conversation me and my friend had the other day, and I wanted to hear you guys' opinion. Uh-huh. So if you're dating, um, if you're black, right, and you're dating, you start dating a white guy, and you've been dating for a while, things are pretty serious, and then it's the holidays, or, you know, it's a family reunion, whatever it may be. And See, the, you, wait, I gotta stop you right there. First of all, I will not introduce anyone I'm dating to at a family reunion, but you don't know, <laughs> Well, eventually you're gonna have to bring him to the family reunion, though. He's just saying introduce him to the family at whatever point, but yeah, okay. Okay, okay go ahead. And they're white. Uh-huh. How do you... Is your family cool with that? Like, because, you know, there's kind of like that running joke. It's like, oh, so-and-so brought a Becky home. You know what uh-huh. I mean? Let me find out so-and-so got a white girlfriend let, like or a boyfriend. Let, um, let, let me answer that first shortly uh-huh. and then let him answer it because his is going to be much more interesting than my answer. Uh, my whole family is white on my mom's side. And that's all I grew up with and that's all I know. So it was never a big deal that everybody I brought home was white practically except for like maybe 5% of them. So it was never a big deal because I'm half white and half black. So... It was never a big deal. So my family, no big deal. But I'm sure Jason may have another story. Okay, so... Like, what's your grandmama going to say? Well, I've I've taken a white guy home to my mom, and she could care less. She was like, she treated him like, talked to him like she had known him her entire life. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't like... Oh my God! How dare you bring a white boy here? No, it wasn't. Oh, well, of course not. Yeah. It wasn't anything like that. But no, so my family was totally cool with it. I, I mean, I didn't have that issue. I wouldn't. I don't have. Sorry, people. I don't have an interesting story. But um, no, my, I introduced when I was dating this guy. I introduced him to the family. This is a few years ago, and people loved him. I don't know, but don't you think that your? I mean, our experiences. That's what I we mentioned before. You know, your experience and my experience are very different. Mm-hmm. Because you're you're black 100 percent and I'm half black, right? And that, but I mean that, those are two just, different, completely different experiences. But people always think because you know, oh, I'm half black, it's like the same thing as you experienced being 100 percent black. It's not. No, no, I'm, I'm I just never. My family isn't isn't. My family's open minded. They're not. That's they're good. Not, That's good. Yeah, they're not like that. But I thought it really was funny that when Christian said, "What happens when you bring home a Becky?" <laughs> and when I saw the show notes, I was like. 
Okay, I thought Becky was someone who gives good head. Oh, maybe it is. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I, that's what I like thought of Becky was. <clears throat> no, I've always known so Becky as someone who gives really good head. Oh, never heard that expression. See, I've only ever heard of it in terms of like as a white female or like a hoe. <laughs> okay. Which I guess would be the same. Or not the no, same. I've always heard the term like, yeah, she was giving me good Becky. That's head. No, I've never heard that. I ha- okay, you need to pull up that rap song by plot. <laughs> That's how the whole thing started about the whole Anyways. thing. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, um, let's talk about uh, anything else you want to say about that before we move on. Mm-mm. I was just curious to hear y'all's opinion slash if you no, just yay interracial relationships. <laughs> <laughs> um, what about I don't know what this is about Paris Hilton photos. Okay, so there is a um, some. Uh, photos um, that have surfaced with uh, Paris Hilton where she posed for, um, I guess it was like she's doing like another break the internet with paper magazine type thing. Yeah. And people are saying that she's trying to compare, like she's trying to be like Kim Kardashian, which I knew as soon as I heard her trying to do the break the internet with paper magazine thing as well. I just immediately knew that social media was like, oh, she's just trying to be like Kim Kardashian. She's trying to be like Kim Kardashian. And I'm like, no, she's just being herself because I'm like, and the people's like, oh, she looks horrible in the photos and she looks this way, she looks that way. I've looked at the photos, she actually looks very, very nice she, in the photos. Yeah, she looks sickening in all of the photos. Yeah, she looks amazing. Now, I know one of the pictures, I was like, oh, she kind of looks like Iggy Azalea for a moment, but um, but I was like, no, but she looks really, really good. I don't, I'm not really sure why social media is really attacking her for this. Um, because she looks good. Like if she was looking like shit, I'll be the first one to say it. Well, but, because Paris was really before the whole social media thing. You know what I mean? Right, Paris right. at the height of her career was like, you know, uh tabloid darling. She was never really social media, you know she's not Instagram famous. She, you yeah, know what she, I'm saying? Like, she's like, like she's like she's like the OG of socialites. Yeah. So, I mean, because she was around way before I think she Twitter looks and amazing and all that. Look yeah. it up. She's wearing this sickening white fur. She's got her hair greased back with these bl- black lips. I love her. Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. I have to say, I must say, Paris, she looks good. I have to give credit where credit is due. I don't know why everyone's attacking her about this and compared to Kim Kardashian. I guess that's just what people, I guess everyone compares everything to the Kardashians now, which is so fucking stupid to me. But she looks good. Speaking of yeah, it's go ahead. Speaking of Kardashian, is 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 this Paris Hilton photo on Paper Magazine or something else? It's on Paper Magazine. It is. It's the cover of Paper Magazine, and that's the same magazine where she did the booty shot, right? Yes. Okay. Didn't I just read something yesterday, the day before, that the latest uh, cover? Maybe it wasn't that magazine. I thought it was that magazine. They had two gay guys on it naked. Touching, touching. (laughs) No, I just saw the pictures. It was like a whole expose. Maybe it wasn't Paper Magazine. I thought it was, but they. It was a big, big brouhaha because they had these two gay guys on the front cover kissing, like lasciviously kissing, and like their hand down each other's pants, and and people are going, "Oh my god, that's so wrong," and everything else because they're gay. But if it was straight people, they're okay with it. So I I thought it was the same magazine. I guess not. Okay, sorry. But I I do want to bring this up where we're talking about photos and everything like this. Now, as a person of color, I have noticed that over the years, like when I was growing up, for example, I always hear used to like black, like when I went to school with black girls or whatever, they were always used to get teased because like 
they had big asses or big butts or whatever the case may be. And it was, and they were always teased for it and that type of thing. And it was funny because a friend actually brought this up to me. And I was like, you actually have a really good point. They said, then all of a sudden, Kim Kardashian comes into the picture and, she, you know, she shows her ass all over the internet or in pornos or whatever. Now, all of a sudden, having a big ass is a trend. Yes. Well, I was you like, know, you have a really fucking good point. Don't you know that it is a hist- an historical fact? I mean, I'm not saying this out of my ass. It's a historical fact that the majority of cultural, uh, new cultural jumps or whatever in society in America have been perpetuated initially by the black culture starting with jazz and that was stolen starting with with film and, and dance and all those things and basket i mean all these things just get appropriated by the white culture and then all of a sudden they're popular and that's that's all my point is you're not surprised well, you know, by no, that. like my sister was teased for her ass i mean it wasn't like ginormous but she, I mean, she's a she was a curvy girl like in school. It's because she's so, black, and it was just like you know they're like oh you know oh you oh your ass is so big you have your belt your butt just is so, big. so black like the song goes a- exactly <laughs> yes. exactly and all of a sudden you have someone like Paris Hilton now all of a sudden everyone wants to have an ass all of a sudden mm-hmm. like, everyone's just, getting butt implants and not surprising. I was like, Wait a minute, I'm like, what did y'all wasn't it supposed to be like you know like so grotesque like 20 years ago? Maybe, so, but everything changes. But it, that's true, though. But if it went, it's something a black person likes it or something, or they're the perpetuating force of it, it's not a big deal. But when some white person, it's like J- fucking Justin Bieber or something, coming in and doing the same song that like somebody like would do if they were black, it wouldn't be as popular. It's like Patti LaBelle, for example. Patti LaBelle did that song on my own in the eighties. Mm-hmm. Not on my own. Um, if you asked me to, if you asked me to, do you know that song? Yeah. If yeah, you asked yeah. me to, she did it in the '80s, and it was an okay hit. But when Celine Dion did it ten, ten years later, it was like blew up. You know what I exactly, mean? Exactly. Yeah. So I'm just saying, you're not surprised about that, right? No, no, I'm not surprised by it. But it just brought up. It, it was just an interesting thing. I was. It like, is interesting. Yeah, I'm like, because now every time I look at a girl, I just see white girls with ass everywhere. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like Vic Frida, ass everywhere, ass everywhere, like. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, all these white girls got ass now. Come on now, and white boys. This is a white boys got ass. I'm like, I love okay, a nice but- booty on a band. That's nice. <laughs> <laughs> I love a nice booty. Um, what about? Uh, okay, so let's talk about Wendy Williams' photo in Miami. Oh, okay, <laughs> I haven't seen this, so I got to look it up while you're talking about it. Okay, so there's a photo. It was just there was a photo. I guess you know the paparazzi were they were in Miami like they always are. Taking photos of celebrities, whatever the case may be. And they snapped a photo of Wendy Williams. And, you know, she's just like in her vacation wig and her purse. (laughs) Wearing like a little, you know, like a little bathing suit, like a long dress. But here is where people attacked her. First of all, it it turned out to be it was a very unflattering photo. Yeah, it is. So here's the thing that people are saying. First, they're saying that her nose is missing. It's her hair is in front of her fucking face. Well, I'm, I'm just I'm just saying what they I'm just reporting what they're saying online. <laughs> they're saying that they said the reason that this photo is so unflattering is because one her nose is missing, <laughs> and two it looks like she has bed sores all over her legs or something like that or or eczema or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and people are just like you know she's you know looking kind of sickly. Um, you know, they're like, "Oh, Wendy looks totally different without makeup." Which, I, hell, I could have told that. woman, uh, yeah. <laughs> but you know, they just—they were just really attacking over the photo. I'm like, "Well, 
I mean, surely when she's doing a show, she's going to be all glammed up and have makeup on right. to cover, you know, to hide things and cover things and enhance things and, you know, that type of thing. But when you're out there on the beach, I mean, you're pretty much stripped down, you know. So I didn't really understand why they were attacking. I, I, I mean, it's not, you know, the best photo of her, I will say that. But I didn't understand why people just really went in. Because people like to, to take tear down their idols and, and people who are in the, in the media and make them feel bad because they're celebrities and rich and everything else. People just don't like people to be happy. And as soon as they find one in to say, you, you look like shit, they do it. And somebody, well, there's, somebody's there's, got static. Hold on, I don't there's, know who's there's a major static. Um, can you meet yourself, Christian? Is that you? Okay. Uh, I'm here. You're there. Well, and especially for her too, because um, because her job is to criticize celebrities, so it's kind of like, you know, karma. Yeah, people always love to kind of, you know, pin her up against. And the that's boss that's actually. fair play. That's totally fair yeah. play. I mean, it is. I think it's all mean. I'm not into it criticizing people over the way they look. Um, it is whatever. mean. I mean, she's a normal human being, but I was kind of pissed at her because she was trying to shade Missy Elliott. What she she said she was saying that her comeback wasn't going to be great. Well, that's just her opinion. Whatever. Who cares? Well, I mean, it's Wendy Williams. As far as like a sales point or like musically, I mean. Well, I she know. said. Well, she was saying that Missy Elliott is attempting to make a comeback, but she was just like, "Well, uh, no one really knows who she is because she's been out of the scene for so well, yeah, long." Like and I was like, "I know. I'm like, I know like who she Janet is." Thing. We you have know. these like major icons. They put out music and it doesn't sell. You know what I mean? Yeah, it just so, what it is. What it is. I mean, I mean, I do understand. Like you know, they were doing twenty dollars Janet Jackson tickets yesterday for Cyber Monday. I mean, come on, seriously? Yes. Wow. But I mean, I, I mean, I do understand that maybe if you're under twenty years of age or maybe under eighteen, you probably don't know who she is or you probably know very little about Missy Elliott. But I don't know. I I, I see. It sounds like she. I mean, I understand it's Wendy Williams, but it also sounds like she was kind of she was. Uh, you know, throwing a little bit of underlying shade at Missy Elliott, like, oh, you know, her, her album's gonna flop. What well, she didn't say well, I that. Mean, I mean, haven't, I haven't heard the song on the radio. I have, I have. Okay, I've heard it on. They played it on um, <clears throat> um, ninety-seven nine the beat. But this happens with just as Christian was saying. This happens with all of the icons of industry. That's this industry, like Madonna, of course, Janet Jackson, all of them, and they don't sell the way they once did because they're older and the the younger people don't always know who they are or like them or whatever. And so it's not like just because you. I don't think it's fair to hold them to the same standards that they had when they first came out when they were twenty years old or whatever, um, when they blew up. You know what I mean? Because it's not. It's really rare, unless you're Madonna, for people to continue to sell out sell out stadiums and shit like that throughout their entire career um so i don't think it's fair for her to say that she's not gonna make a comeback just because a lot of people don't know who she is they'll find out she has publicity she has a i assume she has a label so um, she'll figure it out she'll be fine well speaking of comebacks and world tours the dixie chicks actually announced a world tour of about 60 dates um and surprise surprise it actually sold out in under a day they're coming to dallas too uh, yes, it's coming to Dallas and it's sold out. Um, to be honest with you guys, and again, it's generational. Before t- last week, whenever they announced the tickets on sale, I didn't know who the Dixie Chicks were. <laughs> like, I knew that I knew who they were. Like, I knew they were three chicks. They sang country music, but that's all I knew. Um, and 
so I was kind of interested. So I listened to some of the music and I, you know, caught up with the whole George Bush thing and blah, 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 blah. I have to say it was really intriguing and I'm really, 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 really pleasantly surprised to hear that it actually sold out considering their history. So I think that shows times have changed. People have changed. and Well, they didn't we even do anything wrong. And what they said was totally no, true. Totally. Yeah, but I just, and I, I, think, just, I just want to understand why people turned on them so much. Because it's a country group, and she was against George Bush because he's a fucking moron, and she said the truth about him, and I can't remember exactly what she said, but basically he's a fucking idiot or something. And anyway, and and so the country people, country folk who listen to country music, didn't like that because oh, you're one of the liberals, so we're gonna turn on you, and so they <laughs> stopped going to their fucking concerts and shit. That's what happened. Oh, because I, I I remember when it all when that all went down. I I I wasn't living in Texas at the time, but I did hear about it because it was like national news. It was, yes. But um, yeah, I was just like, why are people? You know, I mean, it's freedom of speech. I don't understand why people are getting so bent out of shape. But like you said, it was just country people who because we're, just like how dare you like say that. something about our president? Yes, that he's, you yes, know, yes, whatever. Yes. Anyway. That's what that's what that was about. But good for them coming back. I like the Dixie, Dixie chicks, and I think they're they're talented and um, good for them. Hopefully, they'll do well. Yeah. So I've developed like a low key obsession with them now. Oh really? <laughs> they they <laughs> actually like the have really good music. Like my mom. Oh likes my gosh! Them. Amazing, amazing. They have a documentary called "Shut Up and Sing," which had come out years ago, and it's about the whole fallout and kind of their journey because they were like filming this documentary throughout the whole time, and it just happened to be you know how that kind of thing goes, and. Um, it's really interesting, um, and they say it in the movie that um, it's not. It wasn't really society as a whole that kind of like turned their back on them. It was more so a specific group um, that like was calling every radio station, telling them they were going to quit listening to them as a whole, and were writing all these letters. And so, of course, the corporate, which was at the time Clear Channel Radio, um, basically was like, "Don't play their music," which, of course, at that time you know, before social media, that was, that's when, you know, if you're not on the radio, you don't sell albums, you know what I mean? So then it became a society thing where people, nobody really wanted to be seen kind of supporting them because it was, they didn't want to get in trouble. So it's interesting. If you're interested in that, shut up and sing. It's on Vimo. It's free if you want to watch it. But you know what I hate about that? This is what I hate about that. I hate, what I hate is when someone stands up for something that they believe in, whether you agree with it or not, even if they're Mm -hmm. a fucking idiot, like, Donald Trump or something, but even if somebody stands up or something, you know, and other people don't stand beside them because they're afraid of becoming uh, associated with them or something because of their own issues. I think that's so wrong. I mean, I think if you have a true backbone, if you, whatever you believe, you stand up for that, whether it's standing beside someone who believes the same thing or not. And so I think it's really sad that the industry and everyone turned against them because they were afraid of getting a little bit of dirt on themselves. That's just embarrassing and sad, but that's America. Welcome. Yeah, and they never folded Welcome too. To and I America. think that's like gives me a lot of respect for them that they were never like, oh, we're so sorry. You know what I mean? They said this is what we said. We believe in what we said. And now, I mean, all these ten years later, um, you know, everybody kind of agrees with them. But yeah, that's because whatever. they have principles and they have character. That's what the difference, yeah, and that awesome. that is what character is, not this bullshit. Oh, I'm sorry for saying what I said. And what's crazy is I was looking at the comments on like Facebook, on like Ticketmaster and stuff, and people were still on there like, "I'll never go to their concert." They How were can saying I that. Them? I'm like, this was ten years ago. Like, exactly. Oh, they were on. saying that on um on Fox Four, which is a local news station here for the people who live outside of Dallas. I follow Fox Four on Facebook, and when Fox Four had stated that they were you know going back on tour. 
people are still like all up in arms about what they said over this is my issue we have bigger issues going on in this world other than what somebody says at a concert that happened 10 years ago you know what i mean like (laughs) you need to take that energy it and apply it somewhere else whether it be your own backyard or overseas or whatever the fuck it may be but that's see, my- that's the pro- that's the problem. Most Americans have that pro- have their priorities in the wrong position. Like they're more focused on what someone said or what Kardashians you know, back, are doing. You know, yes, but they're more worried about what these bitches said back in you know seventeen sixty eight <laughs> rather than trying to you know save the planet from from end racism yes, or, or world peace, in- environmental or, issues or whatever, bringing troops home or some shit like that. You know, they're more worried about what these bitches said back in, you know, 1692. That's because so, bitches well. bitches love to hate. Period. That's all there is to it. <laughs> bitches love to hate. And I know so many bitches who love to hate and they just love to hate because they can hate. That's all they care about is hate, hate, hate. So fuck them. So yeah, that's just that, that's just America for you. Unfortunately, they America, most, not all, but most just America. have their priorities in the wrong places. That's all. Moving that's on, right. who the fuck is Laquan McDonald? Really, Raleigh? I don't know who that is. I've been watching the news. I don't know who Laquan is. Yes, Laquan McDonald is the guy who was shot by a police officer in Chicago. Uh, another one like this week. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. It happened back in October, but now it's just now making news. It's just now making national news because um, they were trying to cover it up. So the police officer, I don't want to go too much into it because I'm still because this just recently became national, like within the past few days. So I'm not really I don't have all the details. But from what I've heard from CNN, according to CNN, is that. Um, he was 17 years old. Uh, he had a knife on him. I'm not sure why he was called by the police, but he had a knife on him. And the officer, whose name is Jason Van Dyke, mm-hmm. um, I guess there was some exchange of words with case and be. Anyway, he shot the the boy 16 times within 15 seconds. Oh, so, I did read about and, this. Yes, I did. I've seen about this. Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah. So you know. And then, you know, um, just within, you know, well, let me say, this originally happened October 20th of last year. Let me, let me rephrase that. But it didn't become national until recently. Uh, and then right after um, all this happened, um, supposedly the city paid him, uh, paid his family out like $1.5 million or something like that to try to cover it up, just kind of like keep the family quiet. Uh-huh. But this, but this is before they had really, you know, done autopsy and uh-huh. you know reports and that type of thing. Now that they find out that, you know, this boy had been shot sixteen times and you know all this other stuff, and now you know the city of Chicago as well as just all you know just national, um, national news. I mean, people are just really upset, and people in Chicago were looting and were saying, you know, sixteen shots. They were mm-hmm. they were chanting sixteen shots. So and, it's just another, another, another one. Just another fucking case of this fucking idiocy that's going yeah, on. Yeah, it is. And, and here's the thing about it: like, it's sad. This in this, and, like, I'm really sick of hearing about it. But it's, it's at this point now. It seems like it's becoming so common, which is never okay. 
But it's like, this started to become like almost like a monthly occurrence. Because, you know, we have so many cameras everywhere now. This was, this was filmed by a police cruiser. But, I mean, generally, we have cameras everywhere. Everyone has cameras. And I think it's more, they're more prolific. And so we're catching these things more often. But they've happened all along through history, of course. Um, right. Unfortunately, it's just we're just hearing more about them more often, I think. Which is good. Which is good. I think it's good to hear about them. Even It's sad that we're having them happen every month. But it's good that we're hearing about them as often as we are. Because it means that people are being, being held accountable more often. And that's good so hopefully something will happen in the end and they'll actually be uh you know whatever needs to happen to go to jail or something the, the copy shot him that's ridiculous it's ridiculous so yeah and then i'm these trying to find out the... no go, go ahead, ahead. Go i was just gonna say i'm trying to find out where the city of chicago is getting a million dollars to to shut somebody up when they need to be invested in their own damn neighborhoods well, that's all i understand. yeah and then it's I amazing mean, then when they'll come up with money who... when they can they have to go ahead i'm sorry no, no, I'm just saying, and then the people actually have the nerve to support this police officer that shot this kid. Mm-hmm. They actually started a GoFundMe page for this police officer. Mm-hmm. Okay? That's the way they do. It's because they create what they do is end up making it an us and them proposition. And they end up making it about, you know, black and white. They end up making it about, you know, conservative versus liberal or whatever. It's always that's how they do it. They but I'm thinking to myself, things. I'm thinking to myself, the the cameras, the the dash cameras show him shooting this boy like it's obvious this police officer shoot this and y'all still go raise a goddamn GoFundMe account for this man and I'm thinking to myself and then <laughs> now here's where GoFundMe comes in they had raised I don't know between ten dollars and $12,000 and then I guess when GoFundMe had you know right. had found out that you know this money was starting because GoFundMe was like oh no the fuck you're not yep. you're not gonna <laughs> drag our name through the mud and they took the mm. shit down they did. GoFundMe was like oh hell no <laughs> no 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 good so I'm glad that GoFundMe did it, that, that they removed it and, and gave the people their money back or whatever that they do in that situation. So, so they refund the people. But um, that, I, I did like the fact that GoFundMe did that. They like they just like, bitch, you are not about to drag my name through this. <laughs> so, um, well, I, it, it, it was just so it was just so just upsetting to me that he's on camera. This is like they're not accusing him. It's clearly it's shown on camera, and people still raise a fucking GoFundMe account. They do what they yeah. can to discredit it because there's. So. I think um, you guys would like last week. The reason I wasn't on the show is because I was at um, the premiere of Chirac, which is that movie that's coming out next week or the end of this week, Friday. And it's a uh, Spike Lee. It's a new Spike Lee movie, and it's actually about Chicago and uh, a lot of social issues get brought up in the movie, just like Sandra Bland, Trayvon Martin. I mean, all of that is kind of tied into the movie, but. Um, if you're interested in those kind of social issues, that kind of thing, and if you're educated, it's a really, really interesting movie. It's inspiring, um, and I think you guys would really like it. I would encourage you guys to go see it. <clears throat> okay, I'll think about it. I that. will. I, I'm a I'm a Spike Lee kind of person. I mean, it's not very – see, just to clarify with you guys, because I kind of went into the movie thinking that I was walking into a gang movie that was about to be loud and – violent and it was so not that it's actually very poetic um the whole movie is like one long poem it all rhymes um <clears throat> sorry maybe um, um i don't know but if I, you know, it, go ahead what was that i don't know if i could deal with an entire movie that's yeah, i mean you kind of get over it i'm from <laughs> i'm from a theater background so i'm uh-huh. that's like shakespeare you know what i mean like it's nothing to me uh-huh. um 
but it's interesting in the Angela Bassett is incredible in the movie. Jennifer Hudson's amazing in the movie. It tells a story of a mother whose young daughter um, gets shot by a straight bullet and it goes to her trying to uh, fight for their, it's based in Inglewood, trying to fight for their community um, to end gang violence. Um, so it's basically all of the women gang members uh, come together and they try to find a way to convince their men to quit gang banging. And so that's ultimately what it's about. And then you follow their journey through there, but it's an awesome movie. Cool. Cool. I will watch it when it comes on Netflix then. Um, <laughs> I'm going to watch it in the movie theater because I'm a Spike Lee. Yeah. Fan. I like Spike Lee. I, I mean, some of his movies, the earlier stuff in the nineties, but I don't know if I would, I, I don't know. I think I'll watch it when it comes on Netflix. though, for sure. Definitely. Uh, speaking of, uh, um, nothing, um, <laughs> Atlanta housewives. Uh, let's talk about that. Uh, guys. Okay, so this one was pretty much, I feel like it was more another filler episode. It really didn't get good towards the very end. Of course, you know, that's how Bravo I keep it. hearing that. I haven't seen them, but I keep hearing that they're not that good. Yes, I mean, this is like episode three, episode four. So far. I don't it, think that's it, true. It's been very eventful. The you first, like it? The first yeah. one had Kenya and Sheree going at it. And this one we have, we have Cynthia and Portia and Portia fucking attacks her. That's some TV. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> but, it didn't happen until the very end. That's what I'm saying. Well, that's because they want to keep point, you watching. It was, mainly, it was mainly just much of a filler episode. All right. Whatever. But, um, <laughs> so pretty much you have the first, it starts off. I'm, I'm not going in order because I'm, I'm not going in order. So if I'm not going in order, excuse me. But um, I know there was a scene with Portia, which they had gone, her and Phaedra had gone to like this, this sex shop or right. some lingerie store or something like that. And, you know, she purchased some, you know, lingerie that she was going to wear for that guy that she's dating. I forgot his name. And um, she, you know, gets, <laughs> she puts all of it on, gets home and was going to Skype with him. And he was like, well, I'm busy. I'm training. I'm in meetings and stuff like that. So then they had, pre- they had a prearranged appointment. Right, right. And I guess he wasn't making because he was in meetings and stuff Whatever, like this. Yeah. So then Portia gets upset and calls Phaedra. And Phaedra's like, well, you know, maybe the fire is gone. And, <laughs> you know, that type of thing. And I'm, I'm two months to, later. Exactly. And I'm just thinking to myself, I, everyone keeps saying, why is Portia just like diving in so fast? Like, why is she going head over heels for this guy that she mm-hmm. is still somewhat trying to get to know she's thirsty she's thirsty for that that connection and that love she's a thought we know that already well she said herself she said she was queen of thought but i I mean i think i think i don't i particularly do i'm not particularly like her i don't like her that much at all actually um but i mean to be fair she came off that that marriage or whatever with cordell and he didn't seem to be the most supportive guy or whatever and kind of controlled her and everything else and and mm-hmm. so now i think this guy she's like this guy's a real man and this man and blah, blah, blah. And, <laughs> and like and I, you know she's like all over this guy because he's kind of represents what she wanted in her ex anyway i'm speaking from a psychological <laughs> perspective i guess but but i think that that's where it's coming from and that's why she's so desperate she really wants to find that kind of thing at connection again but the thing is she's going way too too soon about it she's gonna run the guy off which she has they're broken up now you know that right oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. so that's they already about it and then what else happened on the Same. show um, um so kenya walks down the street to uh oh yeah sheree's house <laughs> first of all i was like why um but you know to each their own um and when kenya gets to sheree's house sheree's at the uh at her house sweeping sweeping, sweeping the thing the now here's the thing 
Here, no one, no one ever said this up until this point. I'm thinking to myself, now you're at the front of the house. They were she was sweeping the front doors of her house or, or the porch or whatever. How do you have that big ass fucking house and you don't have any steps? <laughs> they haven't done the landscaping yet. But I mean, it's I, oh, I don't I don't get it. I don't get it. I mean, you're and right. And plus, I'm thinking to myself, why? Well, we, we know why, but we know we know she's financing this shit because you know she doesn't have any good credit. Allegedly, uh, but <laughs> it's just one of those things. I'm just, I'm like, it, girl, you've been building this house for three fucking years. Let me tell you something. My parents bought a, a part, um, some land, built a house. They had that house built from the ground up in four and a half months. Okay, so what? I'm, it's taking this bitch three and a half years. So what? She didn't have the money to do it all at once, so she's doing it. And I, that's what I've done. But, okay, well, in if that's, installments. That's uh, it, but if, if it's going to take you three and a half years to buy a house, you first of all you need to be in a house that fucking big. It's going to take you three years to build it. Unless I mean, unless you you know have a house like you know Bill Gates, uh-huh. it should not take you three years. They build houses. That's not that true. Fucking, I do this for a living, and that is not true. It is okay, not true. They have houses that size in Highland Park, and they have those bitches up in six months. They have the bitches up so fast. I'd be scared to walk in there. I'm trying to tell you that this is not this is not completely true. If how, her house supposedly supposedly her house is like fifteen thousand square feet. A fifteen thousand square foot house is going to take probably at least a year to build to that extent, and so it's taking far too long to build it. I agree with that, but I'm saying that that to say it should be built in three months or something is ridiculous. That's that house is fucking huge, so that's not true. And it, she's paying for it installments, as Christian said. If that's the case, let, so what? Let the bitch pay for it installments. That's what I've done with my house. My house is my house house is i've been working on my house for two years and i've been doing all the inside and i'm doing the outside now so i'm working on it that way because i'm not going to go out and get a loan for what i need to get for it so i'm not going to do but, that but so her situation is different though it's like because because the thing is iyala said it best i don't know if you watched the episode with iyala and sheree iyala was like it, why totally are you right. building this big ass house you building this big ass fucking house and you actually ask cousin for child support mm. yep well iyala was totally mm, right about that her that was a good one she was totally right about her. But well, she was right. I was like, why would you? Why would you build that big of a fucking house? But you, you, you claim and you steady hollering and claiming that you're broke and you don't have any money, right? And you want to get, you know, child support from your ex husband. But yeah, you driving, you build this big ass house, driving this fancy ass car. You know, you walking around with Hermes and Louis Vuittons and shit like that. But yeah, you asking for child support. I don't know. This is like I have a thing about money, though. That's the thing. I think people's money is their own money, and they can do what the fuck they want with. What they have, they don't have it. So if she wants to spend her child support on her fucking house, she can do it because that's the way it is. If she wants to spend money she doesn't have and go into hawk or goes, apparently she's been seeing ceiling and returning things in Neiman Marcus and things like that too. If she wants to go do that, let the bitch do it because she's that's the kind of person the character the bitch has. But. I don't think it's right for you or me to anybody else to say, look, it's taking you too long to build your fucking house. Get your fucking house done. I think if the bitch wants to take 10 years to build her house, she can take 10 years to build her house. She's building the house. She's paying for it. Let the bitch do what she wants. That's what I think. Well, the neighbors are already complaining, saying that. That's what Kenya said. And Kenya said, Kenya's a fucking lying bitch anyway, because Kenya (laughs) said, Kenya said to Sheree, oh, the neighbors are complaining. She's like, which neighbors and whatever. She said, well, apparently you got a fine. She said, I got one fine, and that was for drainage. It's the only fine I've ever gotten. So Kenya exaggerates things. And so just because somebody says something doesn't make it true. 
honestly, just according from what I've seen on TV, it looks like an eyesore. That's just my opinion. I think but, her house is ugly. I do think that a house is hideous. I know it is. It is. It's hideous. It's ugly. That's a horrible color on that house. I don't know why you want to get that color. I don't color, know but if it's done though. Is the exterior? I'm not sure they finished painting the exterior yet. I think it's if they have, that's really uh, but ugly. But I don't, I don't think know. they finished. And painting. the and the, in, and the inside isn't even done. They were just saying on the show that. She, nah, girl, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they were just talking about how you know it. it she didn't have uh, uh, a kitchen yet and stuff. I was like, so wait, so all this time you just been working on the outside of the house? Do you know how much it costs but, to build a house like that? Do you have any no, idea? No, because I don't have that kind of money. Okay. <laughs> I know because I deal with this shit all the time. And that house, I mean, Atlanta, I don't know what her land cost or whatever else, but the house probably cost her close to a million dollars to build. So I don't know where she got the money. I don't know how she's paying for it. But what I'm trying to say is, is if she ends I'm up just building saying, that house. If I was house, a judge building, presiding in her child support case, yeah, and you're building a $1 million house, and you have the audacity to step into my courtroom and ask for a child support from your ex-husband, it's back child like, support. Bitch, if you don't get the fuck out it of here. It is back child support. He owed her that already, and he never paid it. The, she even talked about that on the show. That's what she's after. It's not child support he owes her now. It's child support she he never paid. So she's owed that money. Well, she's delusional. Donovan, you are a huge Sheree fan. I hate that bitch. <laughs> you are in here I hate Sheree. No, I hate her. <laughs> I cannot stand that bitch. I think she's a fake-ass bitch. I don't like her. No, I'm just... What I'm defending is... I don't like people telling people what to do with their money. I hate that. Uh, well, no, I'm not telling her what to do with her money. I'm. I only thing I'm saying is that it's just taking just her a very long time for her to build this house. Now, I, in in reality, and I and and <laughs> y'all so damn petty. I'm just saying. I'm petty. just saying. Uh, I'm just being a bitch. I'm just being a bitch, man. I'm just being a bitch. Uh, I mean, well, I mean, I say, don't live beyond your means. Well, well yeah, exactly. that too. Exactly. Again, whatever she wants. But you don't, nobody like, knows what her means are. You don't know neither, what her means she, are. neither does she. Obviously, I mean, you don't know that. We don't know what. That's what I'm saying. Don't get. Look, okay. Mm, how do I say this? Don't get. No, we got four minutes left, so go. Bitch, ahead. we got as long as I say we got. Don't get, <laughs> don't get into other people's business when it comes to money. That's I, I, people are funny about money, and whether you have it or you don't have it, most people who have it don't go around saying I got all this money. Blah, blah, blah. Most people who have it just let things be. But people like Sheree, uh, who need to build this massive ass house that they don't need, which I agree with you, and people like Sheree need to drive a whatever she has a Mercedes or whatever that kind of car it is or Bentley whatever. People like Sheree need to go to Neiman Marcus and return shit that they can't afford. They are all about what you know appearances and and all that shit. And so if, if she wants to be that kind of person, let her be that bitch. But we all know the real deal. But you don't need to go around saying, "Oh, the bitch don't have any money." The bitch don't, just like just like Kenya's doing. I just find it to be tacky because I think yeah. people like Kenya are tacky. And when she came to that party on the first episode, and Kenya just come right out of the gate attacks her, "Where's your house gonna be done, bitch?" You know that kind well, of. Well, yeah, shit. Kenya was wrong for that. I will say. I mean, that. So I'm just saying, I think I think money is a personal thing, just like sex or just like anything else. And I think that it's no one else's business how much money she has or doesn't. Have. As long as she pays her bills, which she may not be doing, as long as she pays her bills, that's all that matters. So it doesn't matter how long it takes her to build her fucking house. Let her let her have her fucking house, even if it is fucking ugly. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, okay. I, 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 well, I don't know. She said she wanted to be in her house by Christmas, but the way it was looking... <laughs> I'm just saying, but yeah, I again, like, but I money. did like Kenya's house though. Kenya's house is going to be nice. I mean, you you said it looked like crap, but 
well, I can see the vision. Initially, it looked like crap, but I feel right. like, but I feel like when King, by the time it's done, King's gonna have her house looking really, really nice. I, yeah, the vision. I can see the vision she has for it, and it's gonna be really modern. It's gonna be fantastic. I love it. Before we go, real quick, what else happened on the show? So there's that, and then there was oh oh Kim Fields. What about Kim Fields and her whole thing about I don't have any friends? She's uh, you know what she, you know I really like Kim Fields, but she's incredibly boring on the show. That's, I, I I just feel like and I, the reason I say she's incredibly boring because I I just feel like that she's not cut to do this type of show she's too re- normal <laughs> exactly it's just like she's too normal and that's yeah she's, yeah, she's too normal that's a good that's, thing but not when you're on a reality show yeah exactly exactly right and the whole thing at the end fast forward to the end um portia and cynthia got into it and so because supposedly portia called cynthia a bitch even though candy said we've been calling bitches all evening on this boat right so and all of a sudden i guess I guess and Portia said it the wrong kind of doesn't said the bitch like I guess she called a bitch instead I was of on Portia's side or something I don't know <laughs> I was on Portia's so, side that time and I don't I don't even like Portia I like uh, what's her face Cynthia but I don't like Portia and I was actually on her side because she didn't say it in the way like you know she meant it she was being like hey bitch you know that kind of thing exactly and then all of a sudden they just took and Candy and Kim were like y'all we've been calling each other bitches all evening so right. why are you getting upset now and then it, you know, escalated. See, yeah, escalated. And we'll have to see what happens. And I, I want, is that the same scene where they were talking about earlier during taping where Portia got kicked in the stomach? I'm thinking that's what it is. Portia got kicked in the stomach. Yeah, so she was on the, on the ground or whatever. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. But yeah. she, but she, that's she, that's, that's why I don't agree with her. She, Portia has a problem. She attacked Kenya at the reunion and now she's going to attack Cynthia. I mean, She's got an issue. She needs to fucking. She's back just off. trying to stay on the damn show. That's not the way to do That's it. She almost got kicked off the first time for doing. Well, it. no, it's yeah, it's not the way to do it. But you know, whatever. I think they need to bring back my girl from last season. What's her name? Uh, Claudia. What's her name? Yeah. Oh, she yeah. was going too. I don't like her. I like Claudia because she was real. <laughs> She was I like cool. Claudia. I, I mean, like she her. was okay, but I just feel like she didn't bring anything to the show. I think you need a little bit of balance. Is Kim Fields bringing anything to the show? No, it no. Sound like you it. know how I feel like we'll bring something to the show, and she's not. She's never been a housewife. Marlo, I feel no. like she'll make a good housewife. She was on there before. She brought a lot of drama. She's never been a housewife. She's never been a housewife. No, been like a she's friend only been a friend. Right, but I, yeah. but I thought that this season they were testing her out because that's why they're bringing her back on the show to see because you know sometimes they bring somebody on the season before to test them yeah. out, and see how they mm-hmm. test, and also in the following season they'd be like, oh, Marlo's a new housewife. yeah housewife exactly. Yeah. So anyway, um, she's another one where people will always be speculating her money and stuff. Oh, Marlo, yeah, oh yeah. Marlo. Well, we know where Marlo gets her money. We think anyway. She said God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a, a guy named God, probably. Credit card scam. <laughs> oh, my. Really? Seriously? Oh, my God. Anywho. And the last thing, I, I'm just trying to squeeze this in. Yeah, real. sure. Black Friday. Yes. Now, I'm going to do a little quick rant, and then I know we got to go. Years ago, I used to think Black Friday was just like the day to go out and get shopping, and you go get out these fantastic deals, which is still true for some things like TVs and stuff like that. But now as I get older, I feel like Black Friday is just a reason for people to show their ass and act a fucking fool at the stores because there's a story circulating of uh, a woman and a child. They were at a Walmart. Go figure. It's always Walmart. It's never Best Buy. It's never, you know, it's never, you know, Whole Foods. It's never Macy's. It's always fucking Walmart. But anyway... They're going, you know, they're going in for the Black Friday sale and they're, you know, they're going for the steamer or whatever. 
The lady grabs a steamer, the child grabs a steamer. There's a woman who grabs a steamer out the child's hand, and then the woman gets upset and like tries to go in the chokehold. And then with the let's just, I'm, I'm just gonna be honest. Oh, the she's woman, white. The woman Same. was white, and then she just went into the total white woman in distress yell. And you know, because the woman Why are you attacking me? Yeah, she said, White, stop it, you're scaring me. I said, White woman in distress. That's all that is. She that she get it. She let out the, the universal white woman in distress uh yell. So but I'm thinking to myself, y'all are y'all are fighting over twenty-five dollar veggie steamer. And here's here, and here's the kicker, people. I went online, guess what? It's still twenty-five dollars. <laughs> It's still twenty five fucking off. It hasn't fucking changed, people. Why are you going and running like fucking mad animals to go get this fucking thing? Then here it is. What is today? Tuesday, December first. It's still twenty five fucking dollars. Why? Why run in like heathens? People are manipulated by that this shit. I don't know why. Yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't. Even, I, I, I've never do anything Black Friday ever. So I don't know what the point of it is. But whatever. Uh, plus, people get trampled and shit from TVs and bullshit. That's crazy. I mean, whatever. Um, but you're right. You're right. Why? Exactly It's still why. $25. Exactly why. I can go online and buy this <laughs> shit right now. $25. Yeah. And I did it from the comfort of my own home. I didn't have to run. That's what Black Monday's scream. for. I didn't have to fight anyone. That's what I didn't Black have to curse out anyone. Black Monday's I for that. To, I didn't have to park six miles away to get into the building. You can do the same thing on Black Monday the following Monday after the Black Friday. It's the same thing on, online. So it's the same thing. So just do it online, like you but said. But you don't hear you, you don't hear Bonnie getting getting virtually trampled on. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. I agree with you. <laughs> I agree. All right. So people, just stop. Just stop with. Just stop with. Yeah. The just stop. Some stop people, the madness. Not everyone is a smart shopper. You got to remember that. Some people just think, oh, it's Black Friday. They have good deals. I have to. Right. Go. You know what I mean? Like they don't exactly. Don't do you know? Do I take like literally if I buy a, a big purchase like an electronic or something, I literally take like a week almost research and shit. That's how I do shit. <laughs> I'm like so not a fast shopper like that. No way. Um, anyway, we want to say thanks for listening to the show, everybody. I appreciate it. Uh, find out more about me at offlimitshow.com. You can listen to Christian at. <laughs> At Christian Craven on Twitter and Instagram. And Jason. You can follow me on Instagram, which is Jason B like is Jason underscore B underscore like. But I feel like I should change my man my Twitter. You on the gram like, now? Are you on the gram now? No, I said did I say Instagram? You said Instagram. Oh sorry, I Twitter. meant Twitter. Sorry people, I do not have Instagram. <laughs> uh, but I feel Yes like you do. Have you have Instagram, don't lie. Well, I, I, I know I, you do because I saw no, it come no, up I the did other day. It, but I deactivated it because ever since Tamar the bitch Braxton um, um, oh, yeah. uh, blocked me. Ugh, I'm over her right now. Anyways, um, thank you guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening. We'll be back next week with more. Have a good night. Bye, Bye people. com. At American University, we don't just hope for change, we create it. We don't just dream of a better world, we make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose. And that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool. At American University, we don't just hope for change. We create it. We don't just dream of a better world. We make it a reality. With a graduate degree from AU, you'll access expert faculty and connections throughout D.C. to develop skills and experience to turn your passion into purpose.
and that purpose can make all the difference in your career. Discover the difference a degree makes at American.edu slash gradschool.